it was a gorgeous summer day several years back and we were at an amusement park in Canada called Canada's Wonderland. Like many amusement parks around the world, there's everything from rides for the little ones right up to extreme roller coasters. As we made our way through the park, the kids went from ride to ride. And of course, they begged for every indulgence they saw along the way. Everything from cotton candy to funnel cakes to slushies. If it was brightly colored and the main ingredient was sugar, they wanted it. As we came towards the end of what I call the loop, and what I mean by the loop is that amusement parks are set up much like an Ikea store. You get in and then you have to follow this loop to get out. And of course, along the way, they entice you to spend every dollar that you can. Anyway, we came to this ride called the Extreme Flyer. This was a ride that was like a giant swing, bungee jump kind of setup. They would strap two or three people into individual harnesses, then bundle them together and attach you to a cable that takes you to a point that's about 153 feet above the ground. And you're basically dangling there face down. Now I've seen this ride whenever I walk into the park and I always thought to myself, who would spend the extra money to do this? Yes, of course. This experience required you to pay extra. Well, guess what? Walking in, I didn't know that this was going to be my day. My sister-in-law at the time whose appearance is very reserved and unassuming, only about a five foot two presence. She belts it out, let's go, let's do it. And guess what? She's looking directly at me. Now, I don't think I'm afraid of heights as long as there's a railing or a pane of glass between me and the open space in front of me. But here was this short woman looking me directly in the eye like I was the chosen one for this ride. Now at this time, bungee jumping was a big thing. And not being a very small guy in stature, in fact being on the larger side, when I thought of bungee jumping, all I ever had was this vision of my ankles being strapped in, jumping over the edge, and the only thing going back up was a set of shins and a pair of feet. Honestly, really, how much weight can the muscles in your knees really hold? 
I, I never really wanted to find out. But needless to say, we were off. We went, dropped down a crazy amount of money because of course, we had to upgrade to the video package to capture this moment. Then we were shepherded off to this area where these trained 17-year-old kids harnessed us up and explained that the ride was like skydiving, hang gliding, and swinging all at the same time. Not that this offered me any additional comfort. Now, doing something like this was nowhere near the top of any of my lists. Not at all. Oh, did I mention? After they crank you up to that 153 feet, you're the one that has to pull the cord to release yourself. So after all that prep instruction and routine, there I was dangling 153 feet above the ground. Only moments before that, I was just an innocent guy walking through the park with my feet safely planted on the ground. Hello everyone and welcome back to Shakwafaba. My name is Ben and today I want to talk to you about moving out of your comfort zone. So let's stop, take a detour, get ready to reset and take a breath. Shakwa Faba. Shakwa Faba. We have all heard, read books, or had people tell us, in order to be successful, we need to move out of our comfort zone. But what does that really mean? We have touched on this topic lately in past episodes, but today I want to dive a little deeper. As we all meet people throughout our journey, we always share stories and inevitably we always come across people that do the things that wow us. I have personally met and worked with people who have done triathlons, climbed mountains, skydived, backpacked around the globe, and other amazing adventures. Then I've also met and worked with people who garden, paint, meditate, hike, or just spend their weekends at the cottage. Two extremes, I know. But in both cases, very successful people who talk about challenging their comfort zones. So what I get from that is that from an outward appearance, you can't tell who is comfortable or, or who is stretching their comfort zone. What does it mean to move out of your comfort zone? Just like a lot of other things we've talked about, this 
is another one that happens pretty much all in your head. Moving out of your comfort zone is going to make you feel exposed. But this is critical to the process. Believe me, you're going to be afraid because you know that the possibility of failure is increased by doing this. The positive side of moving out of your comfort zone is that it helps you to set higher bars for yourself and your goals. And it increases your level of courage and confidence in things that you do. Now, we are all individuals, so our comfort zones are all over the map and different from person to person. So, what are the steps that we can take to help us move out of our comfort zone? Well, the first step we're all familiar with. It's that one of putting yourself in a situation that will force you to stretch your comfort zone. Now, as human beings, we all have a natural adapt or die response built into us. So doing this leaves us no choice but to succeed or fail. And a lot of times, we think this is all there is to it. But there's other things we need to consider or do before stepping out of our comfort zone. You need to realize that you are surrounded by experts and people that have gone before you who have been there, done that. So not so now, why not seek out their expertise, their advice, their knowledge? Because having this in your toolbox makes the prospects of failure diminish. And it also helps you be more courageous. Moving out of your comfort zone is also a learning experience. As you go through it, pay attention to what you are learning about yourself. Really pay attention. What are you learning about yourself from the people around you or people in the same situation as you? What are the lessons that you can use to apply to other parts of your life by doing this. The biggest part of moving out of your comfort zone is that you need to focus and tune out the critics. You need to commit to what you are going to do. Now keep in mind that the beautiful thing about life is that if we fail, we can always reset, adopt, 
and try it again. So don't let your ego get in your way. Because reality is, there are many people, more than the critics, who will respect and envy you for even just trying. Raphael Judge once said, it's better to try and fail rather than to fail because you didn't try. So back to the extreme flyer. If you think about the few tips that we just talked about, in my situation, there were experts who designed the swing and obviously trained the people running it. I was in a situation where someone before me did the trial and error ahead of time. So why so much fear and hesitation in my mind? It wasn't like I had to make my own harness. This thing was safe. The chances of a failure were very low. But in my head, the prospects of this was taking me to a place that brought emotions of fear that I never felt before in my life. So there I was dangling. And over the speaker came this voice and belted out. Three, two, one, fly! I pulled the cord and went into that first 70-foot free fall. Then the cord took hold, and we did a giant swing that felt like it took us just over the heads of the spectators. After that, we got to fly back and forth for a little while. And I can tell you, it felt absolutely amazing. That day, in the span of about 30 minutes, I went from feeling and facing one of the greatest fears to a feeling that was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I share this story with you because it has become what I call an anchor experience for me. I go back to it whenever I move out of my comfort zone now. So I want to finish off today by challenging all of you to think about what you could do to move out of your comfort zone. Now you don't need to do something extreme, but start stretching yourself. How about if you make a list of five things that you can work towards this week? 
five things that you could do that will move you and stretch you out of your comfort zone. Maybe it could be speaking in front of a group of people if you have a fear of that. Perhaps say hello to that person you feel attracted to and you keep passing in the elevator or the hallway. Start training for that run or that ride that you want to do. Or maybe have that conversation with your boss about what you want to do and what you really want to achieve with your career. Pick five things. And you'll have seven days next week to do that. So you can take a couple of days off to reflect. Just find what it is that takes you where you have never been and keep developing and grow your courage and confidence so that you can keep raising the bar and becoming a better you. Shakwa Faba. Shakwa Faba. Hello, everyone. It's Ben again. As always, thank you so much for joining me on Shakwa Faba. I would love to get your feedback, thoughts for future shows, or if you'd like to be a guest to spread your own message, send me an email. My email is ben at shakwafaba.com. That's ben at shakwafaba.com. As always, I hope you have a successful day and I hope that you are enjoying your journey. Shakwa Faba. Thank you.